Hey everyone, welcome to Locked on Lakers for Friday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. Rough start to the second half for the Lakers. They lose by 18 in San Francisco. How badly do they need to bounce back tonight? That's next. You are Locked on Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks to everybody for making Locked on Lakers first listen of every day, Monday through Friday, no matter how or where you get your podcasts. It's always free and never behind paywall. Locked on Lakers on YouTube is where you can go hang out with over 23,000 subscribers, all of whom are probably a little more nervous than they were maybe uh, 48 hours ago about the Lakers and the stretch run of the season. The Lakers lose pretty handily, Andy, uh, by 18 uh, to the Warriors in San Francisco, first night of a back-to-back break it all down. No LeBron James. Um, do want to let everybody know that today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NBA to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Um, they were okay for a little bit, um, without LeBron, um, on Thursday, and you know, no Jared Vanderbilt, who's obviously helpful for matchups like this, and so on and so on. But over time, Andy, the Warriors really just kind of applied pressure. The Lakers had no real answer to really on either side of the floor. I thought the game really started to fall apart for the Lakers at the end of the second quarter, and then the third quarter from there, about the first five or so minutes, it really blew open for Golden State. The Lakers made a few pushes from there, but they just were not able to ever really gain any semblance of control. There was a bit of a push to start the fourth quarter. Um, they It's interesting, in a game where Anthony Davis played very well on balance, and you look at his line, 27 points, 15 rebounds, three on the offensive glass, 11 of 19 from the field, five of six from the line, three blocks, a bunch of other shots altered in the lane. AD played well, but... He had early foul trouble in this game that I think at times affected how often he was on the court. Like there were longer stretches with Hayes out there as the only big. And Hayes started out playing very well. But then after a while, you just started seeing the drastic difference between yeah. defensively Jackson Hayes as your back line versus Anthony Davis in, in ways that like, look, there's a reason that Jackson Hayes is Jackson Hayes and not Anthony Davis. And it, yep. it just started revealing itself. Also, and I, I probably should have recognized this heading into the game and, and noted this when we were talking about it for uh, Thursday's show. With a week off coming out of the break, Golden State is one of the worst teams you could possibly face just because they move the ball yeah, better and more than any team in the league. That is a lot to keep you scrambled, and scrambled they did to keep the Lakers' defense. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like you know, you talk about Jackson Hayes. It's a perfect example with him. Like that's a tough assignment. Like it's not like the Warriors. You know, two two months into the season, it's a different story because Golden State hadn't been playing very well. This Warriors team is now two games over five hundred just behind the Lakers who are three games over 500. Um, and 
have played very well. I believe this is nine of 11 that they've won. And they, like everybody else in the Western Conference, are really playing well. And so uh, this wasn't the diminished version of the Warriors. And, you know, they've made adjustments uh, to how they play. And, you know, they didn't get much from Pajimski and, you know, Clay Thompson, who scored 35 in his first game off the bench, had three on Thursday. Um, but they didn't really need it. You know, they got 32 from from Clay or some from Steph. And, you know, the 20 points from Wiggins, the the early three from Draymond, the little stuff like that. They just got enough good stuff. 17 from points from Trace, Trace Jackson, Jackson Davis. Davis. Yeah. He was huge in this game. In the first half, I think he had 13 points in like seven minutes. Yeah. He kept getting he kept getting behind, I, I think most often Jackson Hayes uh for pick and roll dunks, pick and roll lobs. I mean, just he you know, drives to the basket. I mean, he he was terrific. Yeah. Eight of ten overall, plus five rebounds and two blocks. Like he's had good and he's had good moments over the course of the season. Um, but like that was you know, that was a wild card performance from Golden State that the Lakers really weren't able to replicate anywhere on their roster. No. You know, Reeves played pretty well, 16 points um in only 27 minutes. He got hurt and then came back, and you know, so we'll see what happens. Uh, tomorrow, but you know, it was three of eight from Rui. It was six of fifteen, a very backloaded six of fifteen from D'Angelo Russell. Like they needed big nights from the the supporting cast, and they just didn't get it. it. It did not happen on Thursday. No, um, and they, I don't know if maybe a lot of these guys, particularly the backcourt, were kind of just in their sort of. I don't want to say in their own heads, but just feeling a degree of frustration trying to contain Steph, which nobody on the team was successful at at all. I mean, the the guys who took the biggest brunt of it were Reeves and Torian Prince. They kind of just took turns getting used by Steph. But, you know, Max Christie had him on a few possessions, no better. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie had him on a few possessions, no better. It was – you mentioned it earlier, and I, I tweeted it out at Cam Brothers. This was really a night where Jared Vanderbilt – that absence is felt because he's he is their best option, not just in terms of guarding guys along the perimeter, but just if you're looking for somebody who can get a player like Steph even out of rhythm just for a little bit or get the rest of the offense out of rhythm in the way they connect with Steph. Like you just you need a, a disruptor. And you know, between Vando not being there and even Reddish not being there because Reddish can be, if nothing else, very disruptive um, as a defensive presence. They could have used more of that tonight, and they they just didn't have it. It led to a lot of other guys along the perimeter, too, just getting loose constantly. It wasn't one of these games where I felt like they were just, you know, dominated, blown off the floor, whatever. They just were – they the Warriors were clearly and obviously the better team. And, you know, that's not necessarily in first game after the break on another team's floor, a team that's playing as well as any team in the West. Like, it's not inherently shameful. But what it does do, Andy, is it reinforces the kind of the bind that the Lakers are in. If you look around the conference, you know, the only other team that lost among the contenders was Phoenix. And that's because Dallas beat them. And so 
But yeah, although that's yeah. actually better, though, for the Lakers, because the further down Phoenix falls, if the Lakers can actually rise, they have the tiebreaker. Oh, sure. It, my, yeah, my point more is, you know, Utah lost. That helps the Lakers. They lost at home to Charlotte. Again, not so concerned about them finishing the top 10, but where in the top 10? You know, Sacramento, they beat uh, uh, San Antonio. Denver beat Washington. Oklahoma City beat the Clippers. So that's, you know, intra-conference. Someone's got to lose that game. The Pelicans beat up on Houston. Um, you know, it's it, there is very little wiggle room for for losses. Um, you know, you're you lose two or three games in a row, you're gonna pay for it. And yeah. so we'll see what happens. You know, LeBron, it was we spent a lot of time in this obviously for Thursday's show. LeBron's absence, Darwin uh said after the game that no guarantees, but he expects he is anticipating maybe a better word. Uh, that LeBron plays uh, at home tonight against the Spurs. Um, kind of needs to. And they need to uh, hope Austin Reeves doesn't have any lingering issues from his uh, injuries in uh, Thursday's game. We'll get to all of this stuff next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by Stitch Fix. And with Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget. They do all of the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to update some on-trend favorites for your wardrobe this season. I just use using Stitch Fix. I just give my stylist my size, my style, budget preferences. I order boxes when I want, how I want. No subscription is required. And they send five just for me, picked just for me. Pieces plus outfit recommendations, pro styling advice. I get to keep what works, send back the rest. And my stylist, I don't even have to send back much because they always send the perfect pieces and the fit is on point. It's like they have style ESP. I don't know how they do it. It's like witchcraft or sorcery. But Stitch Fix makes it all easy. Shopping, it can be a hassle, but they save you time and effort and make you look good in the process. And if you don't love something, just send it back. Shipping returns and exchanges are always free. Style that makes you feel good as you look. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash locked on. That's stitchfix.com slash locked on. Stitchfix.com slash locked on. Locked on Lakers is also brought to you by Logix. You know, in this show, you get a lot of in-depth analysis and hot takes, right? Well, let me give you my hottest take of the day. The best lineup in LA and surrounding areas right now is the lineup of auto loans at Logix. They start off at the top with my favorites, the proven and dependable new and used vehicle loans. They count, you can count on these guys to give you low rates and save you big time bucks. Next up, they've got X exciting new rookie sensation in their electric vehicle loans with super low rates and flexible payment terms and rounding out the lineup. It's the uh, auto, auto refinancing loans and lease buyout loans. And with these guys, you can lower your monthly payments and get on the road to owning your car faster. Now look, I know it's a hot take, but seriously, no one can beat the lineup at Logix. So visit your local Logix branch, branch right here in LA and the surrounding areas and let one of their amazing team members help you or just apply in online in minutes at logixbanking.com forward slash car. That's L-O-G-I-X banking.com forward slash car. You know, it's um, we have talked a lot about not that the Lakers are better without LeBron James. It seems to be uh, where people often go with it when we get into this topic, but how they are different. And some of the differences um, can be beneficial, like, you know, in, in a vacuum sort of to themselves, like, you know, you can play with a higher level of intensity defensively over 48 minutes 
um, at least earlier in a season than you can with LeBron. LeBron has to measure his effort going through. Um, I do think that will start to shift as we go down the stretch. But either way, the the, the point, though, is uh, we've always said that they're not better without LeBron. And some people have gone to that place, Andy. They say they're better without LeBron. Ball moves better. Defense is better. Blah, 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 blah. I think you see on Thursday, no. Like, it, it, it LeBron James is still if not LeBron James, he is still a an all-NBA caliber level player. And when he is not there against good teams, you are asking lesser players to elevate in ways that often they can. And late for the Lakers, they have been. But they're not going to do it every night because otherwise they'd be stars. Yeah, and in the meantime, too, you know, LeBron hopefully will be playing tonight. But uh Max Christie came back, but Darvin Ham said that Cam Reddish was still ramping up. He didn't mean that specifically about tonight's game, but it's still, to the best of my knowledge, undetermined whether or not Reddish will be available. But couldn't help but notice with no LeBron, no Christian Wood, who's at least a couple of weeks away just from getting reevaluated, no Reddish, no Vanderbilt. All of a sudden, the Lakers, a team that really wants to impose physicality, they don't look that big out there, Brian. No, they're not. <laughs> like they, they're, they're a much different team missing some of those guys. So among all the other things they miss without LeBron, they miss that extra element of size. You may have noticed Le- LeBron's huge. <laughs> and it's just – it's another guy with physical presence that they didn't have tonight, and it really matters – Again, because beyond all the stuff you look for from LeBron, one of the advantages the Lakers have at full strength over the Warriors is they're so much bigger than them. Right. That was one of the that was one of the things they even managed to leverage against Golden State last year when they weren't as big as they are this year. And I think to your point, it leaves you with if, if Rui isn't having one of those games that he had going into the break, it leaves you with kind of your next best players are small. And, you know, it's Reeves, it's Russell, it's Spencer Dinwiddie, um, you know, guys like that. And, you know, I guess to some degree, Prince, who was fine. You know, I I know I I did not see. I think people were were fairly reasonable with their uh, Torian Prince is back in the starting lineups. It's like people, who else can we start? Max Christie hasn't played like three weeks. I mean, look, Torian got abused defensively by Steph, but, you know, get in line. Right. (laughs) I mean, so did everybody. Right. And so, you know, he did, he did Torian Prince things. He was just fine. Um, but, you know, again, you are now asking somebody like Prince to play a little bit above their station. And I think the matchup question, I think, is a really important one because Golden State, you know, they're actually not little on the perimeter anymore. Like, you know, they're, they're little inside in terms of the guys they play, um, but not on the perimeter. You know, Clay is still a big guy. And, um, you know, Pajimski is a big guy. Wiggins, you know, is a big guy. Like, he can get Pajimski's out of the really good guard on glass, people. too. He's a, he's he's a, a good, really good, he's a good rebounding guard, though. I, I know the Cam Whitmore thing bothered people earlier in the season. Certainly, Cam Whitmore had his you didn't draft me revenge game against the Lakers when they played Houston. I, I 1000% believe that, you know, you go break down Whitmore's um, stat lines, and he's one of these guys who is a, you know, 26 points, sometimes gets some rebounds, one assist. He's averaging like half an assist a game this year. Um, I'm not sure how much he'd be playing on this team um, or how effectively, but Pajimski is a guy 
you know, especially before they picked up Spencer Dinwiddie, that you could say that is a player who would help them a lot as they've been going through, certainly much more than Jalen Hood Shafino, who has played nicely in the in the G League. And you know, I'm not writing him off, but clearly not as ready as Pajimski to play today. Look, I, I don't follow college basketball well enough to know whether or not the Lakers should have been targeting Bajimski ahead of Jalen Huchifino, like in terms of it being obvious. Like right. you said, Whit- Whitmore was the guy that got talked about much more than Jalen Huchifino. I don't know enough about Pajemski, um in terms of no. I the only reason I've, I made I phrased it that way is because obviously they were interested in a guard. They took one, and right. Pajemski was on the board. You know, sure. So. What I'm saying is, I don't know. I, I I truly don't know. I don't say this to defend the Lakers. I'm saying I legitimately have no idea how much a he was targeted, bandied about internally, and b how much he legitimately should have been. Like I don't know how much people were talking about him. Heading into the draft, I know this. We talked to a few people heading into the draft for the Lakers previewing it because you and I are not college basketball guys. I don't remember anybody ever bringing up his name to us. No, me neither. I can name to your point, like just as as a reminder for people as we get close to the draft. um, I can name two women's uh, college basketball players. They are both women. (laughs) I can name Angel Reese. And I can name Caitlin Clark. That's I can it. Name, I cannot I name a male because uh, what's his name? Sar, like the guy who is uh, seen as like maybe I guess right now the prohibitive top pick is not a college player. He's, he's from he's from France. I can name two. One oh, of them is I can name Bronny, Bronny James. One, that's it. I was going to say one of them is Bronny James, and the other one I just learned about. His, I don't remember what school he goes to. His name is Coleman Hawkins, and the only reason it even jumped out at me is because there's a jazz saxophone legend, Coleman Hawkins. And I was like, wait a minute, wait, what? Like, I, I thought somebody was making a joke, like some kind of like deep cut that only I would get, like some type of like college basketball slash jazz joke. And then I'm like, oh no, wait, he's actually named Coleman Hawkins. The real person. I was like, what? Now, like, I, I am not in favor like i have three children they all have very conventional names that were you know on the top 10 list you know we don't see a lot of them out here in la because people have tend to have more avant-garde first names for their children but um i'm not a huge fan of of gimmicky sort of names if your last name is hawkins naming your kid coleman i can get behind that you know it it is a crapshoot but the biggest issue for the lakers is just that to take a project, even going into the season when you figure whoever you pick isn't going to play because you have Gabe Vincent and you have Reeves and Russell and you know there are players that are available. Given the injury history of the guys on the roster, to pick a player who could play for you, you know who you might need to play fifteen games, ten games, or something in a pinch. And as it turned out. Um, it wouldn't have been in a pinch. It would have been a lot. Like Pajimski, if he'd played for the Lakers, like he's been playing for the Warriors after Vincent got hurt, that is a difference-making factor for this team to not have that third guard. I mean, we talked about it on Thursday's episode. Or, um, the presence of Spencer Dinwiddie to fill that slot, even beyond his skill set, just makes a huge difference. Yeah, I mean, I will admit, at the time, I didn't kill the Lakers for drafting a guy who Me wasn't either. quite ready. But, but well, I also didn't time, know he wasn't quite ready. Well. Beyond that, it's not our job to know that. We're not making these yeah. picks. I, I I found that out when he got the summer league. <laughs> like, oh, 
he's not quite ready yet. Um, anyway, the Lakers have a massive game, Andy, uh, tonight against San Antonio. If you picked, if you wanted to pick which games, which one of these games was most vital, it would be tonight's. Um, so we will start to look at that one. And oh, by the way, the Lakers have lost to the Spurs, so they should not take this one lightly. Uh, we'll get to it next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by eBay Motors and our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked on Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to give you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Uh, Marvin Bagley the third. he is the Wizards' likely starting center after the Daniel Gafford trade, so he is worth grabbing for your fantasy leagues and Trey Mann, uh LaMelo Ball's status is up in the air which unfortunately is often the case for LaMelo Ball so you got to grab him in fantasy because he's going to be the Hornets point guard moving forward Josh Lloyd from Locked on Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship and eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle there's nothing worse than having your vehicle break down in real time it's happened to me before and I wish I had used eBay Motors back then because I wouldn't have suffered through it. They got over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, and they can keep your ride running smoothly. They got brake lights, LED headlights, anything your baby needs. eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So uh, I do want to uh, apologize. I'm sure there are people uh, in the comment section, in the preview, watching this thing live as it goes up on YouTube and all that stuff who are saying to themselves, Brian, please sit still. Um, Michael Jordan, Andy, had his flu game, got out there in critical moments and played through a, a devastating flu. I am currently playing through my uh, my poop game, <laughs> to, be, to be blunt. We have a, a stomach bug kind of going around the house, and I am fighting the... Uh, the need to make a potentially uh, emergency and long <laughs> bathroom run until after the show is over. So um, like the Lakers, I was in a bit of distress <laughs> over the course of this evening. So that is why I'm rocking back and forth like a toddler. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> I'm doing the best I can here, people. Doing the best I can. Um, uh, Segging naturally off what you just said, it's extremely important the Lakers do not crap the bed against San Antonio tonight. <laughs> How is that? Me. That's please don't make me laugh. That is please don't, please don't do that. But that was chef's kiss work by me, right? That there. was brilliant. And I, <laughs> I but please understand that I'm laughing very hard on the inside. That you, you deserve tremendous amounts of credit and flowers and people should clip this little bit and and send it out uh, over the internet and all of that it's obvious i mean the the spurs are themselves coming off they're going to be on the second end of a back-to-back -back. they uh lost to sacramento um women yama uh has over the all-star weekend made some comments uh basically taking all the veteran players to task for not playing hard enough in the all-star game, which I guess a just underscores his competitiveness as a player, but B 
speaks to the idea that he will not be screwing around no. against the Lakers. Um, and we mentioned before, the Lakers have played the Spurs twice this season. They are one and one uh, against the Spurs this year. And the one on the left side of the ledger was hardly a rollover. So the Lakers need to make sure they have their proverbial bleep together. Sorry, Brian. Otherwise, they could be in some deep doo-doo again. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> Um, it, it is though all jokes aside <laughs> it, it is it is exceptionally important that tonight with or without LeBron they have to win this game I mean honestly they want to win it and they need to win it more than San Antonio likely deep down in their hearts wants to win it yeah. there is truly no excuse for them to lose this game and you know to your points, like they, LeBron didn't play. Obviously, the hope is he can come back. Anthony Davis played, and he, he you know played a lot, and I thought played pretty well. But thirty-two minutes is not crazy. It's, this wasn't like a double overtime game with you know lots of stuff. Like he should be okay um, tonight, uh, and and all that stuff. By the way, uh, tonight's game, uh, you catch every minute of the hometown broadcast. Uh, with SiriusXM on the SXM app, search Lakers. Um, so I think it helps that they've lost to them already. Like, I don't know how many times uh, the the Spurs have beaten a team twice this year. Definitionally, it cannot be that many. They've only won 11 times. So you can't beat teams too many times when you only won 11. You do not want to be the team that loses to San Antonio twice in sort of critical games and it would tilt things back. Like I don't look at this game on Thursday and say, you know, eh, the Lakers, that was an unserious effort. They are an unserious team. I think they came out, they played hard. They were outplayed by a good team, a team that's playing well now. You lose to San Antonio on Friday while they're on the back-to-back -back too. You are sliding into fundamentally unserious territory. Um, yeah, you know, for your team. It, it's also important too with, only with only AD and Jackson Hayes as conventional bigs on this team, you know, Colin Castle, I don't know if he will get into a game at all unless absolutely necessary, but it is really important that AD avoid early foul trouble like he had against Golden State, which it's a problem against the Warriors, but they very well could have lost against the Warriors if AD picked up one foul the entire game. You know, with all the guys they're missing and Golden State being a good team at home, that could happen regardless. If AD picks up quick fouls against Wembenyama tonight, that could be a real problem yeah, moving it's, forward in this game. And it's funny, too. Like, they don't need – it's not – like, this is where you go and you're like, the things the Lakers have done well, they have – you know, the offense has been fairly well orchestrated. They, you know, the defense has been better. They've been, you know, and it's gonna look different with some of the guys out. Hopefully they're they're back and you know, and 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 you get some some of the integrity that maybe wasn't there um on Thursday. But you know, they do they haven't been turning the ball over a lot. They've been getting to the line, they've been keeping teams off the line, like these sort of things. Like you don't have to play a brilliant game to beat the Spurs at home like you're gonna have to crank it up a little bit for a lot of these other games you got phoenix coming up they, you know they've they've got just an, an enormously difficult run of 
high-end Western Conference teams. They see Dallas. They see the Pelicans. They see a lot of good teams. They see the Clippers again. It's like and over and over and over again. Those are teams you got to elevate a little bit against. This one, you need a professional game where you lean into your strengths and you don't do stupid things like extra foul trouble or get yourself thrown out of a game or something really stupid. Um, a focused effort, you you ought to win this game. I, I will say, I am excited to watch Wembenyama because you remember early in the season, we talked about it like off of those initial games earlier in the year. Um, Wemby's been pretty good all year long. There's no question about that. But we noted, and I, I, I stole this line from someone and it was months ago and I don't remember, but like that was as bad as he's ever going to be. Like the like six weeks into the season, four weeks into the season, whatever it was. He's gotten better since then. And it is, if you haven't seen a lot of Wemby, because maybe you haven't watched a lot of Spurs games, he is tremendous fun. To your point, uh, his line, I just looked at it in the in the loss Thursday versus uh, versus Sacramento. 19 points on 8 of 21 shooting, which isn't great, although you remove the 1 of 6 from 3, and he's 7 of 15, which is at least more acceptable. Then in the meantime, 13 rebounds, 5 on the offensive glass, Four assists, five steals, five blocks. He came within one assist of the five, 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 five. That is really pretty good. Really yeah. difficult to come by. Came off like, a, a ten a ten block game uh, just before Valentine's Day. Twenty seven points, fourteen rebounds, ten blocks, ten of fourteen from the floor. Like it, it, there is there's a lot of question about some of the other guys on this San Antonio team and how quickly they can rebuild and. And all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I, you know, Pop is obviously in a different spot. This team is in a different spot and all that stuff. But there is no doubt that Wemby is one of the next transcendent stars in the NBA. And it's going to come faster than I've actually seen people making pitches uh, for him for DPOI on a team with 11 wins. And it's not, I mean, he's not going to win it, but like the case when you see it written down is like, is not crazy. Like he is having just already tremendous impacts on games. That said, Lakers ought to win this one pretty easily. Also, too, I mean, it's worth noting. I mean, there's going to be so much focus on Women Yama, and rightly so. But Devin Vassell in the loss to the Kings, 32 points on 13 of 18 from the field, three of four from behind the line, seven assists. He's not an all NBA caliber player. And I don't know how many, if any, all-star teams Devin Vassell will make in his career, but he's a good player. Good player. And he is very capable of giving the Lakers fits as well. So the, those are yeah. – the Lakers should win this game. They need to win this game with or without LeBron. They are a better team. But as they hopefully have burned into their brains, if they screw around with this game, they could very well end up – in in what feels like a march towards serious trouble because you've got this game Sunday against the Suns and it is really important that they win this game against Phoenix so they can just keep trying to yep. narrow that gap between them and the Suns. It is basketball, Andy, is a game of runs. Um, that's how I'm feeling right now, too. So I'm going to go ahead and pull the plug on this one. Uh, quick reminder that tonight's game uh, can be found on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search uh, Lakers. Um, catch every minute 
of Lakers broadcast, the hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. So um, Locked on Lakers on YouTube is where you can go to see the uh, show, to watch this <laughs> happen. Um, and uh, I'm hopeful that I'll be back um, to celebrate a win with the ability to sit still for 15 minutes <laughs> for our, our, our post game. Uh, but we'll find out. We'll see everyone uh, tomorrow.